The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So here we're at the eighth <coughs> parami, the eighth perfection, which is uh, often uh, uh, translated into English as resolve or determination. And um, these are wonderful qualities. Uh, they're qualities of strength and uh, tapping into our capacity for personal strength uh, and, uh, and living from that strength is one of the great blessings of life. And uh, I think there's sometimes it's said some people are afraid of their own strength uh, quite a bit. Um, sometimes because they're afraid they're going to hurt people. Sometimes they're afraid they're going to be hurt if they live in a strong way. And, and sometimes the idea is to maybe live kind of in the, in the shadows or in the side or not so central so we don't get, uh, we're not so easily threatened by things. But to be able to take our place and really feel like we hear in a definitive way and that we have a right to be here and we're allowed to stand tall and straight and, and be valued and be, be a valuable person, I believe is one of the things that comes maybe slowly through meditation practice because we start feeling over time through the mindfulness as it gets more and more sensitive that anything short of that, of not doing that, is a kind of suffering, is a kind of diminishment of ourselves, is a kind of limitation that just seems like, why bother? You know, just this is unfortunate to do that. And there's a kind of a growth <coughs> of strength, of power. And so <coughs> this uh, eighth parami is building on all the others. So to have this expression of strength in the terms of resolve and determination um, comes uh, is something that's been building slowly over time through having practiced generosity and ethics, renunciation, wisdom, <coughs> uh, effort and or endeavoring, engagement, and um, and then uh, uh, patience and truth. And with truth, as we connect to the truth more, what's really true. That is a basis, a healthy basis for determination, for being resolved. Now the Pali word for um, resolve or determination is aditana. And adi means something in this context, something like higher or special. Or, um, and uh, uh, tana uh, means to, to stand, to take a stand. So it's a higher stand. It's a higher taking a stand. I like this because it has a physical, I suggest a physical kind of component of this where we kind of take a stand. We stand on our two feet uh, firmly and strongly and maybe uprightly. We're really rooted in the place we're at. And, um, and so uh, the strength of presence, of being here, and then, uh, what do we get, uh, what are we resolved on and determined on? I think in the course of cultivating these paramis or cultivating mindfulness practice, over time it becomes clearer and clearer what is worthwhile being resolved on. That being resolved on buying the next latest technological device and spending a lot of time 
concerned about that is not a very valuable place to be really rooted and grounded and taking a stand. That we learn through practice that uh, taking a stand in freedom, in our non-clinging and not clinging, taking a stand in <coughs> uh, taking a stand in um, the practice itself. Yes, being mindful is valuable. For some of us, we'll feel it's one of the most valuable things we can do with our life is to really be here and present in a mindful, clear way. And that's a valuable place to take a stand. And much more important than uh, many of the experiences that we're searching for in life or acquisitions or things we can might want uh, of material goods or relationships or jobs or something, there's something very significant about being rooted or grounded in mindfulness as a high value. Uh, The Buddha gave four different things that he emphasized uh, that a wise person would be resolved in, uh, take a stand in this higher stand. It's an interesting list. Um, They are wisdom, um, truth, letting go, and peace. So to be resolved on being wise. And here, I think it gets very interesting because of the definition the Buddha gives for what what it is to be a wise person. A wise person, the Buddha said, is someone who's concerned for the welfare of self, the welfare of others, the welfare of self and others, and the welfare of the whole world. So to take a stand in being wise is not to be take a stand in some, you know, read a book and some knowledge about Buddhism, but is from this what's growing and growing through practice, this real experiential reference point of what is harm and what is welfare, what is suffering and what is happiness. And to have a clear sense of that and be inspired, this is valuable that to not suffer, to not harm, to not harm oneself, to not harm others, but the opposite is to be concerned for the welfare of others. That's a place, and self. It's important, this idea of self and other, they're all included. That's like 360 degree, the, the, the gazing upon the world with care is uh, all inclusive, that includes ourselves. And that's why it can grow and develop and become a strength because we're including ourselves in our own personal growth and development in the process, our own freedom. So take a a stand on wisdom, to take a stand on on truth. And that has many meanings I talked about yesterday, but truth uh, can mean just being truthful and honest. It can also be taking a stand on the truth of the Four Noble Truths. And here also we have this very central Buddhist teaching that is not a propositional truth, but an experiential truth that comes clearly out of um, our experiential contact with suffering and the release from it, the possibility of not suffering, of letting go of whatever activities we're doing in the mind and the heart that is harmful for ourselves. And this very simple but profound and maybe difficult to acquire, deep understanding of the nature of how we suffer, how we 
uh, contract, how we limit ourselves, and how we can release all that and be free to take a stand on those truths. Uh, these are the truth. This is the orientation. This is the perspective on life which is valuable. And then the third is uh, letting go. And the word, it's interesting, the word chaga, that's uh, here often translated as relinquishment, uh, also has the meaning of, of giving, of generosity. And, uh, and I love this connection because sometimes the idea of letting go or relinquishment in English can seem like bad news. Like I hear Buddhism is saying, just one more thing I have to let go of and I become less and less. But it's actually a, can be seen as an act of generosity to let go of our attachments. The act of generosity to let go, to give away, not to anyone, but just to let go of the ways in which we limit ourselves and are caught in ideas and identities and all kinds of things which we feel, we feel the limitation, we feel the suffering. And to relinquish that, to let go, to take a stand in freedom is to take a stand in relinquishment and letting go. This is, and then the final one is take a stand in peace. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, this word uh, upasama is often considered synonymous with awakening itself. And it's one of the more positive ways, one of the positive ways the Buddha talks about awakening is that it's um, a form of profound peace. And to uh, take a stand on that peace, to value it, to love it, to be connected to it, to uh, take a stand in it, in my mind, means that um, we don't sacrifice it for things for which it's, uh, for, for anything that diminishes or belittles or causes us to lose that peace and therefore suffer. To have a, such a clear sense of peace that that's a reference point that this is helpful, this is valuable, anything else is a loss. And then to learn that from that peace, with that peace, to live a full life, to be engaged in the world in a great, wonderful way, but without losing that some sense, some reference point to that peace. It's easier said than done. All these things are easier said than done, um, all these four resolves, and they're resolves because they're not easy to do. But at some point, we have a very clear, hopefully at some point in practice, a very clear sense that these are worthwhile places to uh, be committed to, to be determined on, to be to love and be <coughs> practice and bring forth and take a stand on, to stand with them. And um, so that they, they can grow further so that they really don't, we don't sacrifice, give them up easily. So the value of determination is to, so we can stay close to something that's valuable that we have discovered for ourselves over the time that we've practiced. And then with that determination or that taking a stand, then those things can grow and develop further and further and further <clears throat> until such a point that uh, maybe resolve or determination are not needed because it's become who we are. We are peace. We are wisdom. We are truth. We are, I don't know if we are letting go, but we've let go. So determination is one of the higher now um, paramis that um, the practice comes to at some point.
So thank you very much, and I look forward to our time tomorrow, and I hope that in these next 24 hours that uh, you will consider this topic of determination, resolve, taking a stand, commitment. Um, Maybe you'll have a better word for yourself than any of these words I'm offering here today. Um, But what is, anything that I said today resonates with you, and and what is it that you can be more committed to, dedicated to? Uh, what is it that you, you know that's worthwhile taking a stand in so that you don't easily lose it, but you, you live that way in, in your life? So please reflect on this and discuss it and write about it, and, and uh, that'll be a preparation for tomorrow. Thank you. Mm-hmm.